Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today, I want to talk about how trauma distorts perception. When a child is traumatized, or even an adult, but specifically a child is traumatized, their emotional brain, the amygdala, will go on overdrive. Their, it will be known as flooding. Their emotional flooding will cause the, the child to feel out of control. In an attempt to create a sense of ease, they will reach out to the parent. If the parent is not there to connect with the child, attune to them, and make them feel safe, this will enhance the trauma, creating an even more distorted sense of reality. The reason this is the case is because the amygdala, when the child is operating out of the amygdala, when there is emotional flooding, then the child, the, the cognitions, the perceptions will be greatly affected. Children are very reactive and believe their feelings. And therefore, they will operate out of the amygdala, the emotional brain, and start to use this as the main decision maker, the main un- cause of, or the main understanding of their reality. Because the emotional brain reacts first before the cognitive brain, I believe it's a couple of extra seconds later, then the cognitive brain, does, the child does not have the ability to understand properly what is going on. So therefore, they are left with these very intensely painful emotions and, and thus believing these emotions to be real. When this happens, the child will believe that their feelings are their reality and therefore perceive reality through the lens of these negative feelings. Perception is out of a lens of however the individual is feeling at that moment. So because they're believing their feelings, if they feel shameful, if they feel humiliated or angry, they will believe that their their world is a worthless world or the world around them is a hostile place. They'll have little, little ability to regulate their, regulate their emotions, oftentimes will become impulsive and see the world around them as threats. This is because other people are making them feel this helpless, worthless, these helpless and worthless feelings. A person sees the world through the glasses or their perceptions based on how they see themselves. So if a person sees themselves as worthless, they will see the world as worthless. They will oftentimes look out into the world and believe that the outside world is, in fact, the cause of them feeling worthless, not realizing that they themselves feel worthless or whatever emotion they feel about themselves, um, which is not not really truthfully coming from outside, but in fact, it's coming from within, shaping the viewpoints and the perceptions of their reality. World, the world becomes whatever they see it as. If they see it as a dangerous place, it is a dangerous place. If they see it as a peaceful place, it is. So again, it's very easy to draw conclusions from the outside world, not realizing that the inner emotional dysfunction, dysregulated state is causing the child and later the adult to view the world and themselves and others, the relationships of others, the relationships between themselves and others as something in a negative light. Rarely do people ever identify that it is in fact the perceptions within themselves causing this to do so. They will often project onto others their inner feelings and fight them for making them feel this way when in fact they are the ones who feel this way within. Again, a child who does not have the ability to feel seen, feel heard, understood, and ultimately accepted by those around them will start to feel disconnected and ultimately feel themselves as separate from the world. This creates an incredible abandonment and ultimately distorts the sense of perceptions, the sense of what reality is and how they relate to others, thus distorting their perceptions of their entire world. Ultimately, we call at the Psychological Healing Center a cracked lens of perception. I want to go through some signs that you, in fact, have a cracked 
uh, lens of perceptions and how this uh, affects your life. Uh, I'm reading here from an article from uh, goodtherapy.com. I'm sorry, goodtherapy.org. It's a wonderful article here. I highly suggest it's called 20 Cognitive Distortions and How They Affect Your Life. Firstly, black and white thinking. This is very common in abuse victims. They will start to see everything as black and white, right or wrong, all or nothing. And this is to gain a semblance of control and mastery when they feel chaotic, when the emotions are too high, when they're not regulated, when they're overwhelming. Black and white thinking serves as a way of getting the getting clarity. And oftentimes this is where you see splitting, narcissistic splitting, where the child will see the parent as either all good or all bad. If they're acting abusive, they're all bad. If they're acting well and kind, they are all good. This is the black and white thinking. A lot of should-haves and would-haves. Um, a lot of second-guessing, self-doubt, not really necessarily trusting ourselves, but also um, trying to control the situation. This is oftentimes where you feel like if you could have just controlled yourself and not caused mom or dad or the perpetrator to act towards you this way, it would not have happened. Thus, a distortion because ultimately speaking, this individual is helpless to do anything about it catastrophizing. This is where you see a victim will make an absolute nightmare out of a very small, subtle incident. Uh, and this ultimately because their feelings are telling them because they believe their feelings and they feel their feelings are powerful and real. They will believe that this, th these feelings are true and therefore make a dramatic catastrophe out of very small incidents, assuming the worst. They'll be magnifying where things are blown out of proportion it's essentially the making a mountain out of a molehole where they really just molehill, I'm sorry. Well, they take just a small incident and make it much bigger than it is. Oftentimes they'll minimize. This is another symptom where they will just downsize and just say, oh, it's not a big deal. Uh, meanwhile, inside they are in a lot of pain. Oftentimes it'll be overgeneralization. Overgeneralization, a um, person may come to a conclusion uh, based on one or two events and, uh, and kind of blanket that over the whole situation. So, so ultimately another form of black and white thinking where they'll say this is this and that's just the way it is for these people or this this, this type of experience. Uh, again, trying to master and gain a sense of control. When a, when a child, an adult feels that they are not in control of their life, these serve as a sort of uh, soothing agent to compartmentalize, but ultimately they are distortions. They are simply not true and they do wreak havoc on life because in relationships, nothing's black and white, nothing's controlled. Everything is the gray area. That's where life begins. That's where life is lived. Oftentimes they'll be blaming. Um, this is the opposite of personalization where they'll take uh, responsibility within themselves. Uh, this is blaming, tr trying to just project it outward and make other people uh, take responsibility. Um, for their their issues and and this leads to the personalization which is taking responsibility for everything saying it's all my fault when in fact it may be partially your fault but it's not necessarily all your fault this is again another cognitive distortion that happens because the emotions are out of control and are essentially running the individual's cognitions perceptions and decision making never being wrong or always needing to be right this is uh, oftentimes another form of control um, ultimately, um, it, it causes issues with regards to sustaining long-term relationships, but the person who always has to be right oftentimes is trying to protect themselves from the negative flooding emotions of shame, guilt, and feeling humiliated. So therefore, being right serves as that defense. Uh, again, if you're always right, that leaves very little room for other people to connect with and ultimately learn new things about other people and um, therefore can wreak havoc on relationships. Self-serving bias. Uh, this is where you see a person... Um, 
you know, he, he refuses to admit mistakes or flaws and to live in a distorted reality where he and she or she can do no wrong. And uh, this is unfortunate where you see um, the individual uh, kind of just only seeing what they want to see and, and kind of disregarding everything else. And ultimately, this creates a, a distortion because it's, it's in a sense, it's a denial. Uh, the, um, they also might perceive their personal characters as, uh, as positive and anything negative will be removed to, his, to, to something that's, that's outside of him or a person outside of him or events. Ultimately, again, not allowing them to see the, the uh, this is sort of a defense as well, because if everything that I, if I only see what I want to see, then I get to ignore, deny, and not face reality. Again, another heavy distortion that causes issues. Fallacy of fairness. Uh, oftentimes, you'll see a very kind of childish sense of trying to always keep the score. Everything needs to be fair. I'll do this if you do this. And this is this is essentially little vulnerability being administered towards the relationship, again, causing issues because this is just not how life works. Life does not work with regards to uh, what is fair and what is not. It works uh, just simply life. And sometimes, you know, we feel like we are taking advantage of other times. We feel like we have their upper hand. Uh, and when we have, again, this very similar to black and white thinking, when uh, when we start to really feel and try to control the situation by measuring and ultimately uh, having an illusion of fairness, um, again, this is uh, this is the feelings of trying to navigate the emotional field. Operating out of the emotion, amygdala will cause a person to try to again gain that control, so they can, can they not feel as as overwhelmed. Lastly, the fallacy of change. This distortion assumes that other people must change their behavior in order for us to be happy. Uh, this is, again, where you, they project issues outward uh, that are really truly within and saying that other people need to change. Um, it's, it's usually considered very selfish um, because ultimately no one has to change for anybody else. It's a matter of um, growth. And if another person needs to change for you to grow, then that obviously doesn't necessarily uh, work out in the long run. It creates a lot of codependency and ultimately a lot of breakdowns in relationships. So I want to offer some tips on how to heal your cognitions, your perceptions that are distorted, your cracked lens of perception. Firstly, it's imperative to understand that the reason your, dis your distortions are the way they are, um, well, first of all, that there are distortions. One has to come to terms with the fact that they are perceiving reality out of a lens that isn't necessarily true. This is a very difficult thing to do, mostly because we've lived our whole life out of these glasses, and these glasses have a certain prescription, and we know reality to be true. But in reality, we all have a certain level of distortion in our cognitions. So it's important to understand just how far you are from the truth and the reality of your situation. If you are, if you feel like you're not in touch with reality, if you feel like you're in chaos, if you feel like your life is falling apart, if you feel like you can't really understand other people around you, you want to take a look at your cognitions and your cognitive distortions, which usually stem from childhood trauma, childhood abuse. Childhood abuse, because like I mentioned, the extreme emotional reactions, then it's going to be difficult to see reality in a perceptions in the, in, the, in the proper intellectual perception and cognitions that are healthy, because we are essentially being controlled by our emotions, by our reactivity. So the first step I want to first a suggestion, the first tip I want to give to overcome the cognitions is first of all understand that your cognitions may be false and understand where they came from, which are from the emotional reactivity and the emotional flooding in childhood. It's important to understand that you are not your emotions. You may be believing your emotions have power or are true, but in reality they may not be accurate. They may be misleading, misguiding. So firstly, identifying your wounds of childhood will help you understand 
how your perceptions got uh, created, how they were cracked, and ultimately that'll be the first step in understanding what the true reality is. This oftentimes takes extreme, rigorous self-reflection. It takes healing. It takes healing your wounds, and as you start to heal, you will start to see reality from a healthier perspective. You will start to understand that your reality may not be all that there is, and in fact, might be misleading and distorted based on what you have been through. So I hope this podcast resonated with you. If if it did, please feel free to share it. Uh, Please do reach out if you are interested in coaching. I work with a mind map therapy system, which is uh, very effective in helping people identify their crack lens of perception, their childhood wounds, and heal so they can start to see reality from a more accurate and healthy perspective, which ultimately leads to better decision-making, better relationships, better jobs, and ultimately higher standard and healthier standard of living. I offer a free PDF of Dr. Judy Rosenberg's book, Be the Cause, Healing Human Disconnect. This is a book that Dr. Rosenberg allows for anyone who is listening to reach out and claim. Please do feel free to reach it. It's a wonderful book going through the whole mind map system so you can better understand the system that I use on patients to heal their childhood wounds. So thank you so much for listening, and until next time, all the best.